0: Listening to the Sci Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott and Miles, your table is ready. We're long and bucked. This is a capital. We have a little problem with our entrance sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a free show. Hello, Scott Herzog here with the Sci-Fi Dino Podcast. This is going to be kind of a special episode that we're... Dropping to the feed, and I have with me on the line Jay Smith, who is known through his work in HG World and many a little bit of other fiction that he's done. I think HG World's probably the primary, right, Jay?
1: That's the only thing I'm working on right now, yeah. Yeah,
0: so that, that keeps you busy now. And, well, tonight we're, we're, we really have the pleasure of bringing you uh, an interview with Dan Aykroyd, who some of you may know from that little unknown movie he did called Ghostbusters and uh, <laughs> some of the other stuff he's done. And and, and and Jay, this is really a very interesting story about how you kind of lined up this interview. You want to kind of tell us the story of this?
1: Sure. Uh, I... It kind of fell into my lap. I am a state employee, and uh, one of the I work for the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board, basically. And Dan Aykroyd is not only an actor and a singer; he's also the the force behind a brand of vodka called Crystal Head Vodka, which, if you go into a liquor store, you'll see it as a, a giant crystal. A skull-shaped bottle with some really good vodka inside of it and he tours different places to to uh, promote his vodka and his line of wines and he happened to be in the Harrisburg area where I live so I was able to on my off time arrange uh, an interview with him as he was making an appearance in a Harrisburg store I uh, just he agreed to do it I had uh, an excellent 15 minutes with him that sounds kinky. It was a good 15 minutes of conversation with him. Yeah. yeah.
0: So some great dialogue. Let's clarify that with him.
1: And, it, and it's a great opportunity because Dan Eckerd is one of my, my favorite performers. Uh, I grew up with Saturday Night Live in the original cast. I still have a special place in my heart for them. Um, but uh, he's he's also uh, Ray Stantz to me. I mean, when I met him, he just had that almost childlike um affectation or character is characteristic about him that that made him very accessible and uh he had this sense of wonder about the things that he's involved with whether it be vodka or his wines or, or when we talked about his family history with with uh, ghost busting or ghost hunting he kind of came to life uh, so it was very nice to chat with him a very a very interesting conversation
0: well, so uh, with his ba- with family history, like with seances and ghostbusting, that sort of thing, so Ghostbusters really was that was that more than just a movie for him then in that
1: way. Yeah, according to his, the book his father wrote called A uh, History of Ghosts, uh it's been in the family business for quite a few generations. His father and uh, his own, his father and his father were involved in contacting the spirit world as a, as a way of keeping in touch with with family members and friends. Uh, it's it's really interesting to to talk about how his history in Canada uh reached out to the spiritualism movement of the late Victorian era and how the how being open and susceptible to uh, cosmic and, and spiritual forces is something that um, he's always been interested in. He's always tried to uh, bring out uh, in himself and try to find some scientific basis for the existence of ghosts and, and a spirit world.
0: Mm. You know, it's kind of a, it, this whole conversation is kind of interesting to me. My, my background's not in that. I'm from a pretty staunch Protestant background, but if you go back two generations, um, I had a grandfather that was a, Pretty staunch Mennonite, but also was uh, his 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 father was a um, a a, a warlock, kind of t- oh, wow. in tandem with that. And some of that was in in an era when medicine in the back country, uh, in the country areas where they didn't have a lot of doctors and accessibility that, really delved into some of the the medical the medical side of that, and but also the spiritual kind of juxtaposed juxtapose with the uh, Christianity. It was kind of a mix. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, so this whole conversation is kind of interesting just from that aspect. So.
1: Yeah, it, it, it informs us as our, we're never going to understand everything and there's no. got to be a scientific explanation at the core of these circumstances that we just we, we tend to witness um, over these generations. I mean, ghosts may have a scientific basis in in, in something that we haven't been able to categorize yet whether it be a slightly off parallel dimension maybe a, a psychic residue in our own minds or maybe it's just mass hysteria I don't know but yeah. it's, it's part of that whole great exploration of our spiritual side that we just we, we're trying to deny or perhaps we just want to ha- accept we have all the answers and not Ask any imper- impertinent questions beyond that hmm. so dan 's conversation in the in this interview is very much a I have a very open mind, I have certain beliefs, and I realize it's going to be a tough sell to convince others, but he he lays a really strong scientific case for his
0: beliefs right and you know whether and whether or not a person agrees with them it's just interesting to hear someone else's viewpoint on the uh, on the subject matter so mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, without any further ado, I guess we should uh, let Dan Aykroyd talk. And you don't give any really introduction to him, right?
1: No, it's actually very weird because uh, we were shuffled into a room, and if you can imagine uh, this this man surrounded by dozens of people. Uh, when I start the interview, I'm actually seated in my boss's office with a lot of people just just you know, having a big conversation. And Dan actually stopped the interview uh, and took me out of the office and commandeered somebody else's office where it was quiet so we could have a full conversation so you may hear a little bit of a shift Mm. but we just jump right into it just start talking and then it goes from there
0: Sci-Fi Diner listeners we hope that you will enjoy this interview that Jay Smith had uh, with Dan Aykroyd
2: Well, it means uh, that I have uh, a hope and a belief in uh, survival of the consciousness after the mortal coil has been shucked. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anybody who uh, espouses spiritualism um, would probably tell you the same thing, that there's uh, an expectation of the soul energy uh, going on to survive uh, in whatever form that might be, and physics backs us up because energy cannot be created or destroyed, and you know we are made up of atoms, and, and atoms are quarks, little strings of, of power, and uh, so uh, there's a lot of evidence uh, that uh, survival is possible, certainly if you look at Hans Holzer. In his work, he was the greatest ghostbuster of all. He has an encyclopedia-thick book called "Ghosts" about all of the uh, cases that he took on—actual entities surviving and reaching back to touch uh, the residences uh, where they had been living prior to their deaths.
1: <laughs> is that that is? How has that influenced your professional choices in life? Is it like a, a faith to you or is it a scientific investigation primarily?
2: I would like to weigh it uh, on the side of science uh, and and say that more inquiry has to be done. Um, I believe uh, in, in my, my, my own faith is that things are always going to get better and I, I put faith in positive energy and positivization. And, 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 and realizing, hopefully, for the for the future, good good things for myself, my family, and the world. So that's where my faith uh, operates, uh, and it's a challenge, challenged many many times, of course. But I would like to see uh, molecular uh, physicists and uh, particle physicists look into what happens when the soul leaves the body, how how it travels uh, to where it's going next, and it it it's got to be using the chemical chain to do so because we're we're surrounded by nitrogen oxygen and uh you know we have water in our bodies we have we're carbon based so we're based in real materials and uh that goes for that soul energy there's a real material there. How does it travel onto the next realm? And how does it do so materially and scientifically? That would be a, a thing to be able to
1: work up. But I need I need experts to, to help me. Well if we go back to your, your great grandfather who was a spiritualist, I understand, that he conducted seances, I imagine if he looked forward to what, what you're experiencing now, there he would have a tremendous amount of hope. Where do you see well first of all, does your does your current family share the same um, you do? Yes
2: well um yes I, I believe uh i believe that uh that my children have a have a, not a sensitivity in terms of a practicing sense but they uh they see a uh, a heritage there that's uh that they can be proud of given that their their ancestors their great grandfather grandfather and fa- and uh a great great grandfather uh great two greats one great and then their grandfather and my dad uh their grandfather also uh, passed on the, the interest, so they're very interested. You know, they're very interested in it, and uh, and, and I would say that uh, you know they're they're accepting and uh, they're believers.
1: Okay. Well, how do you see you project that to your great grandchildren? How do you see the science of? paranormal investigation
2: or well i think i think uh once we you know if we look at 150 years from now there's going to be new ways of travel there's going to be new ways of breaking down molecules and reassembling them there's going to be new ways of perceiving uh the material and the the world and the invisible world Uh, light spectra and, and such will be will maybe more accessible and will even be harnessed in some sense so as science progresses uh Hopefully, uh, you know inquiries can be can be put forward right now. You know, if you have the average ghost ghost hunting team, will go out with with sensitive um, instruments that will track temperature and picture and uh, uh, infra and in, infrared, infra green um, noises, uh, EVP, uh, electronic voice phenomena. So the the hardware is there um the software is there i think uh, where we really have to make progress is in part of the uh, of of theories and and actual material chemical electrochemical molecular analysis of what happens at the time of death what's the hardest evidence that you've seen well i have not seen any ectoplasm myself but uh i i've just had you know things happen to me little telepathic incidents Uh, also. I've had some dreams that were quite vivid that uh, showed me uh, symbols that I then later saw in real life verifying that the person who had given me the thought in the dream was active in uh, placing that thought there, things like that. Again, uh, you know, a lot of it's anecdotal, um, but if you read my dad's book, which I'll give you a copy of, History of Ghosts, there were many scientists uh, at the turn of the century were were serious inquirists into this and, and wanted to find out what was going on. Excellent.
1: So, now. It- does does this belief or this this series make you feel closer to the people that you've lost in life? Is it- yes, Is their presence.
2: Oh, no doubt about it. Absolutely. I, uh, I I I hear their voices and I feel their spirit and presence, uh, even for myself. Whether they've gone on beyond the spheres and are on a completely new soul journey and aren't reaching back, or the or there's no example maybe of their consciousness uh, touching me. Uh, I am conscious of what I had with them and also that somewhere their energy is living. I'm talking about my friend Tom Davis and my writing partner who I just lost, uh, John uh, Belushi, uh, Dick Zanuck, uh, the producer of Driving Miss Daisy and Jaws, and uh, and uh, geez, uh, my friend Barbara Orbison, Roy Orbison's w- widow, you know, uh, they're, yeah, okay. they're all yeah. out there. Uh, in the spheres, in the multiverse, their energy still survives, and that's, that is a comfort.
1: Mm. I, I read that it, some people would prefer to have a physicist speak at their funeral because they would explain the perpetual nature of life better than even ministers and other spiritual. Well, that's what I'm getting at, yeah. exactly,
2: that's right. hearing it right. i like to see more scientific inquiry and more interest in what yeah. happens at the time. The Kier- uh, put a man on an atomic scale at the time of his death, and they weighed the soul. You know, it was uh, 28 grams or something. Uh, they were the ones that did the experiments with with smoke in fish bowls, where the woman would, you know, be able to make letters out of the cigarette smoke blown into a fish bowl. Uh, they did the uh, the work with the uh, the fingers, the digits cut off, and the aura photo, photo, photographs. They were Russian researchers, so uh, they were they were trying to. Uh, Trying to go where, where where I think it should it should be.
1: Okay. Now, I, I read that uh, my my son has um, Asperger's. He's on the uh,
2: how how extreme is he? What on, on the scale?
1: He's not, but not very.
2: Yeah, but that's like me.
1: But yeah. I, does it help him? Does he
2: draw? Does he do voices? He, is he does. Creative? Does he does he does he write He's
1: stuff? he's tremendously creative.
2: And well, that's things? that's what it gives you. Yeah. It gives you because you're uninhibited. That's, and that's you don't weird. care if someone's listening. You'll bark and scream and howl and make a face and it doesn't matter because you're, it's taking over you. And, and, and it can be beautifully channeled. How old is he? Yeah, he's 10. Oh, great. What grade is he in?
1: He's at 4th. How's he doing? So 4th, he just started but it's a new school so uh-huh. it's a little bit more of a challenge because the routine's not there. Right, right, right. He's embracing it. He loves right, great, pushing great. it. But one of the things his therapists were in and his, his doctor was telling me is that it makes you more sensitive. Mm-hmm. To not necessarily corporeal stimuli, mm-hmm. but be more susceptible to emotional states that mm-hmm. are are detached. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Is that something that you feel as someone does mm-hmm. it,
2: or? Um. Well, I not really. If anything, I'm kind of my wife would have me be insensitive. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I'm. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm pretty opaque when it comes to human emotion and perceiving. Stuff I, I trust people too easily, and I I don't I, I'm a bad judge of the character. Wow. Well, it seems to work for you so far. Uh, well, yeah, but I've met a lot of bad people. I've wow. hung out with a lot of bad people. who have taken real advantage of me. Oh, you know, yeah. it's the hat going on now. I mean, today I've got you know because I let them in. I'm generous. I trust them. You know, they betray me. Wow. That's. You, know, you have good people around you. That, I do. I have good people around me, but I also have you know some comers that I, I, I've got to fend off all the time. I bet. I bet. Well, out yeah. kind of interest. So, yeah. Uh, I, I
1: yeah. Could never imagined that. So, um, I, I didn't want to go to the Ghostbusters question. No problem. No problem. As a fan, have you ever considered doing? I know that it's been in development for years, and we constantly hear interviews where yeah. it's on and off. Have you ever considered doing it as a serialized television series? Well, it to a different medium other than...
2: well uh, the studio wouldn't go for that. They want a feature, and okay. uh, we're getting closer than ever. I can, I can, I can say that now. I'm, I'm fairly confident it's going to happen. Oh well, yeah. Well, how soon? You well, it's, uh, you know, it's a cake that doesn't get baked very. Quickly. <laughs> That's, uh, well, we've been waiting this long. So we're just, we're just oiling the pan right now. All right. Well, I don't want to keep in. I appreciate you. Appreciate not at uh, all, not at all. I'm looking forward to your dad's book. Yeah, um, great. Come down. We'll give you a copy. Right.
1: Thank you, sir. Sure.
0: Something